from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the cunts, the dogs, the filth, the shit. Here is a man who stood up against the women with their dogs unleashed in the rambles. How dare she? How dare she? Perfect. Yeah, I know. It's um, great. What a story. If you're going to bust my chops, you can take it on the arches. <laughs> what a nightmare scenario for this woman, man. I mean, she's clearly not, not used to confrontation is what I would say. Well, um, you know, here's this woman. She's a big executive at a investment management company. She's probably, you know, I don't know how old she is, maybe in her 40s or 50 or so. Nah, not that. She's only in her 30s. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, well, she probably graduated college after, like, the Great Awakening. <laughs> so she's not necessarily up on all the details of how white women occupy space and how they terrify black men. Oh, my God. So when she's in the ramble with her, with her, with her dog, um, and it's off-leash, you know, and nobody else is around, and this guy says to her that if she doesn't do what he wants he's gonna do whatever he wants and she's not gonna like it yeah i mean let's let's uh you know the the story that initially came out was was the video i, I saw the video before i heard anything else about it and what we had was like a, a a woman who was very upset she had a little cocker spaniel with her a little blonde cocker spaniel really really cute dog but she was holding it up by the leash you know like uh did you did you notice they were holding it up by the collar yeah like, it was kind of. I was, weird. I was surprised that that a lot of the people commenting on it weren't strictly commenting on that, you know. But then uh, she she says, "Well, I'm going to call the police. And I'm going to tell them an African American man is trying to kill me." And she said, or "Threatening me." Threatening. Or, or, I, I think she at one point she said, "Threatening to kill me" or something like that. Oh, she, okay. But it, it, in any event, you know, when she did call and made the phone call that she didn't say the thing about trying to kill me. She just said he, that he was threatening me and, uh, Sir, and her dog. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. I'm taking a picture of calling the cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. So that's, you know, and, and I guess she was out there walking the dog and he was a bird watcher. He was out there bird watching, which was kind of a... It was a little uh, surprising to a lot of people, I think. I, I, I didn't know that that was such a big bird-watching area, but it turns out that it is. I'm sorry. I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African-American, who has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man. I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. And my I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. Well, you know what that area is really known for is, um, you know, back to the 60s, 70s, whenever, is as a gay cruising spot. Like, that's um, what it's really famous for. Uh, gay cruising. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, legendary. So I'm not saying that's what he was doing, but um, is that where Barry with the best BJ's was was working? He may have been, maybe. But the thing about the Rambles, it's like, okay, maybe she had her dog off the leash. But in the history of Central Park, 
a lot worse has gone on there. Anyway, oh, so oh, sir, oh, oh, I see what you mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of all the illicit activity that's taking place in the Rambles, having your dog off the leash scarcely qualifies as like in the top hundred. No, but for the for a bird watcher, though, from what I understand, and I'm not trying to be difficult, but uh, this guy's name is Christian Cooper. He's a Harvard University grad, former Marvel Comics editor. So this guy is even more of the kind of, I don't know, uh, presumed autistic, uh, geek, uh, kind of a, kind of a guy who loves the rules and who, who lives by the rules and stuff like that. So, and, and he loves to tell on people. So clearly his hobby is going around telling on people because part, part of what he did was, and then he reported the whole thing on his Facebook page. He explained the incident. He said, well, I told her her dog was off a leash. And she said, well, it doesn't matter. There's nobody around. He said, well, well, you should go somewhere else. And she was basically like, leave me alone. I'll do what I want. And I said, you can do what you want, but I'll do what I want. And you won't like it. And then I guess he carries around dog treats yeah. for moments like this. And he took it. He, he took that. He was like, come here, puppy. Yeah. Trying to induce Call her dog. dog. Which, which is really uh, out of line and, and, and not done, just not done. Uh, so he, he has a, a uh, creepy. He, on his Facebook page, he recounted it. Uh, so in his words, he says, Central Park, uh, Central Park this, this morning, the, this woman's dog is tearing through the plantings in the ramble. Uh, he <laughs> says, Me, ma'am, dogs in the ramble have to be on the leash at all times. The sign is right there. Her, the dog runs are closed. He needs his exercise. Uh, me, all you have to do is take him to the other side of the drive, outside the ramble, and you can let him run off the leash all you want. Her, it's too dangerous. Look, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Her, what's that? Me, to the dog. Come here, puppy. Her, he won't come to you. Me, we'll see about that. He puts it in quotes weirdly. Uh, I pull out the dog treats that I carry for just such intransigence. I don't even get a chance to toss any treats to the pooch before Karen scrambled to grab the dog. Her, don't touch my dog. And that, that's when he started video recording. So how is at, at that point in the story, how is she Karen? You know, that's true. That's true. My impression was a Karen is supposed to be a busybody, nosy Parker woman who goes around bothering people who are just minding their own business. So he's the Karen. At this point, he's definitely the Karen because she didn't do anything. She's just like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, you're right. Okay, he's off the leash. Sure. All right. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Not only is he the Karen, he's saying, I'm going to do something to you that you're not going to like. Now, I mean, just forget about the race of anybody involved. Like, imagine saying this to a woman alone in a desolate part of Central Park. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something to you, and you're not going to like it. (laughs) Demented. It is. It it really is. It's 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 very uh, it's 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 very threatening sounding. And that's then he started filming her. So he's obviously a complete. Someone said to me, like, who the hell carries around treats if you don't have a dog? Yeah, that was something that... And I said, oh, like, you know, like like the murderer in a Sherlock Holmes story. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. Like somebody who wants to sneak, like you poison the dog so you can sneak past the guardhouse. 
Yeah, and that's what I would have thought, is that he was trying to steal my dog, trying to poison my dog. Uh, certainly trying to do something to the dog, since the dog is the thing we're arguing about, and you're trying to get, put something in the dog's mouth. And he had been tearing through the plantings in the ramble. Uh, so so we know how he feels. So this woman, she, she kind of, you know, look, she's obviously maybe a bit uh, tightly wound herself, and she says... I'm going to say that an African-American man is threatening me. He's like, go ahead, do whatever you want. Now, okay, that, that was definitely a misstatement. However, like all of these politicians and officials and various people are saying, that's attempted murder. Because if you call the cops on a black man, they will murder him. Now, do we have officials who are saying that now? Um, Jumani Williams said something along the He didn't say that. It, he did talk about, like, police violence against black men and how unsafe it makes him feel. And, I mean, the reaction to this story is, is crazy. It's, it's crazy one-sided. Yeah, she's gotten um, fired from her job. She had to give up, give the dog back to the rescue society. I, that's that's top priority, of course. You know, to get that dog to a safe home. Oh yeah, yeah. the the New York Civic Association, the Central Park Civic Association, which I don't even know what the hell that is, has called for her to be banned from Central Park. Now, if you're gonna, can you imagine if they said anyone who's ever mugged any, we want people banned from Central Park if they if they have a criminal record. Now, she doesn't have a criminal record. She didn't do anything criminal. But can you imagine, even if they suggested that anyone should be banned from Central Park, doesn't that seem like maybe it sets up a slightly bad precedent from the perspective of, like, racial disparity? Oh, slightly. Start- <laughs> what? I said it was slightly, yeah. I mean, it would just, like, you know, I'm not so sure that would work out very well for that, for that um, you know, for them, if they, if they followed up that argument. No, 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 you're right. It would, it would, it would be a, a, very, uh, a, a very white park. Yes. And then the New York City Human Rights Commission is launching an investigation of her. And all these, like Jumani Williams, the public advocate, says she should be fined. Now, the Human Rights Commission... Find it, find it, find a minimum, by the way, I think is what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. The um, Human Rights Commission deals with, um, you know, uh, civil rights matters in the realms of hiring housing and public accommodation right tangible stuff not like an argument between two people in a park no something where there's a power disparity right like official stuff yeah brian benjamin who's a state senator said he wants calling in a false police report to be a um a hate crime like to be like now the thing is they keep saying this that you can't call in a she called in a false that's not a false police report he said something threatening. He did stuff. You're allowed to call the police. Whatever yeah. happened to say, see something, say something. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't there recently like a girl uh, in Morningside Park, not that far from where they were, who was um, stabbed to death? Yeah. I mean, there are crimes that take place in parks. It's not outrageous. Oh, I mean, we could uh, a lot of a lot of crimes take place in parks. You know, uh, just over Mother's Day, a, a seven-year-old girl stabbed in the neck. That was in, in New York. It was in England, but she was stabbed in the neck by a random Somali woman who just you know the, she happened to be going by on her scooter. The little girl, 
and uh, and dead, and, and is now dead. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy uh, how quickly something like that can happen. There's a lot of stabbings in parks. There's a lot of beating to death and raping, and and there's a lot of gay sex and cruising too. Which <laughs> sure. <laughs> and there's guess what? Sometimes there's dogs off the leash. Sometimes there's dogs off the leash. It's a cocker spaniel, for Christ's sake. I, I I didn't see that dog tearing through anything, but what do I know? No. Uh, but now, you, when you when you talk, start talking about new hate crime legislation, which is what this uh, Brian Benjamin is trying to do, it's a, I, I worry that if she had not been filmed, this woman would have been given the benefit of the doubt that this man could have faced serious, perhaps life-threatening consequences if the police had arrived. That is outlandish. We're really seeing how this has uh, spiraled out of control, like like in a like a really alarming way, you know, to all the way up to the Human Rights Commission. When you start getting up to something that said that's the New York City Commission on Human Rights, what is, what is that, and what mandate does it, does something like that have? I don't I don't know what covers that. What governs there, you know, like the administrative code of New York City. It's it, you know, it's it's authorized by the law to cut to handle civil, um, you know, civil rights complaints. Oh, as you said, yeah, in in these larger type cases. But I mean, are they getting involved in this just out of boredom? Like they have, like they have nothing. I recall a few uh, uh, earlier last year, they the Human Rights Commission did issue a guidance. Saying that use of the word "illegal alien" yeah. is is illegal and could be subject to fine. But yeah, a quarter million dollars, yeah, per 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 instance. That was really only. It didn't mean that like if you called someone an illegal alien on the street that you could be fined a quarter million dollars. No, what it means really is that in situations affecting housing, employment, or public accommodation. Use of the term illegal alien could be seen as evidence of like broader patterns of discrimination. So, again, it's it's not a question of what happens between two individuals. So the Human Rights Commission has no, they're not going to come up with any finding in this. The same way the police department was like, well, she didn't break any laws. People, if you're going to start bothering people about calling 911 unnecessarily, and I just hate this kind of like virtue trolling, all of these um concern trolling all of these politicians are like uh the nypd has much better things to do with their time than than handles it's like are you out of your mind do you know how many calls 911 gets like all day long about like bullshit um yeah so oh but this all of a sudden is the is the worst waste of resources in 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 new york city well those are the same people who you know never make that argument otherwise unless it is a situation like this they they don't care about wasting the nypd's time they they love wasting the nypd's time they hold whole protests they waste the nypd's time sure sure exactly um so look i'm not like saying that this woman is some great person she's probably a pain in the ass seems vile she seems like really annoying yeah she seems seems like you know the the type who you know i am quoting a chadwick moore i read his article about this who, who was crying for for several days after uh after the election you know and and still wear that wears a shirt that says i'm still with her you know that's the old she would be one of the people doing all the virtue signaling type stuff if she wasn't the one it was being done to 
But very she, possibly. But she was very contrite about it. She said there's no excuse for it, all that. She didn't even seem angry that she lost her job, lost her dog. Uh, you know, maybe she maybe she had been in her personal life building up to something like this. I really don't know. But yeah, but she uh, didn't. I mean, what the hell did she really do? Nothing. She did nothing. She she was she was rude. She deserves all the kind of what do you call it? The usual stuff where, you know, the, the public shaming, I guess, yeah, to, to, to the extent that anybody does. Um, yeah, but it's all so front loaded. It's crazy. I mean, do you know, did you, I mean, there were two things in the post today or maybe yesterday about recent, um, recent issues. Okay. In Brooklyn, uh, somebody came out and found people dancing on his car and asked them to get off his car and they took out a gun and shot him in violent Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. And then there was another case. Somebody went into a bodega and there was some, and the bodega owner shot shot them you know there's all kinds of this is yeah those those are far more egregious type examples aren't they of of interactions where hey you didn't do anything wrong you confront a group of people dancing on your car that was in a uh, bedlam crime isn't and then uh guess what you get shot in the chest it's it's, it's incredible and and, that, and that's sort of you know i can't imagine there being a big deal made out of this concerning civil rights concerning anything i mean it's uh you, you certainly have a greater right i believe to have people not dancing on your car than you do to be a bird watcher and to, to not have a dog tearing through the plantings. I, I, I'm a little skeptical that he was doing a lot of bird. I don't give a shit if he was doing bird watching. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, no, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, that, that's the high class of mugger that you get in, in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Harvard graduates. Anyway, so this story is like really annoying. Um, and you know what? Kyle Smith in the National Review, he had a great point. He's like, this is just like, this is like the Covington case, part two, where oh, yeah. this video came out that looks like, oh my God, we got these white boys dead to rights. They're laughing at, it, at an Indian man and taunting him. But then you start looking into it a little bit more. Oh, that's actually not what was happening. Isn't it funny, though? I Maybe I'm missing some kind of a, I don't know, some maybe I have a personality defect or something. But when I saw that video of Covington, I didn't for one moment think that, that they were doing anything wrong. The guy was right up in the in the kid's face. And I mean, like from the very beginning, I was like, well, this doesn't seem like like a thing. Because I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, why? Because they, they said like that the guys that the kids had surrounded him. That like as though he, as though Elder Nathan Phillips had just been standing there beating his drum, and they surrounded him to taunt him. Oh, okay. That's kind of how I think they were presenting it. They did present it that way, yeah. And then, but once you read, you know, a dozen times, yeah, what the interpretation of it is, I guess a lot of people can can just kind of see it that way. It's uh, your your eyes uh, lying to you, and and then it tends to build, and it's the same in this case. It builds people like like this guy who, who was proposing the hate crime legislation. Uh, Brian Benjamin, yeah, he uh, he wants his name associated with this, like as far as being on the winning team. Yeah. And he doesn't care about any law or anything that, that would get passed out of it. He just like he just wants to have his like I'm proposing this. You know, he was he was quick on the trigger and uh, and he got that. So so, so what Jamani Williams said? Oh yeah, Jamani Williams, the uh, public advocate. Yeah, he said, "I'm not okay." Okay, now let me just say one thing. Like, what the hell is with this business? This okay language? He's a grown man. He's not a little baby. Right. This is okay. I mean, just deal with. It. Nobody cares if you're okay or not okay. I'm not okay. It's jarring. It's traumatizing to see on camera what we know 
people of more color frequently experience. That's what Jumani Williams likes to call people of color. Black people, people of more color. Yeah, oh, he calls them people of more color, I say. Unseen on video. We know that far too often looking dangerous or threatening is synonymous with being black. And what we saw in that video was someone taking that coded language and making it plain, comfortable in her own privilege that she could assert over someone with less. Well, you know what? I kind of like to know who actually has more privilege because doesn't this sort of demonstrate that maybe she thought she had more privilege, Mm. but I would say this entire incident demonstrates that no, she has no privilege. He has the privilege. Well, if she took a video and put it on, Nobody would pay any attention to it. But without the video, she might have gotten the benefit of the doubt. And then the guy could have gotten killed. So once the cops are involved, she, she has more privilege once they're there, I think. Oh, that's what he's saying. Okay, well, maybe so. All right, this woman's conduct is egregious and lays bare a longstanding pattern of the criminalization of black men in our so-called progressive city. Uh, so-called progressive city. Trust me, this is an issue that would not be discussed anywhere else. I am glad the Commission on Human Rights is investigating the incident, an investigation which should be carried out to the fullest extent. Like others who have filed false police reports or misused New York City's resources. Now, this is a man who, as an elected official, frequently attends protests and gets himself arrested. Yeah. By the police. And so that's not a misuse of New York. Okay. No, no, not at all. She should be fined at minimum for her actions, which were plainly racist and potentially dangerous. What else would he want her? I mean, say they find, I mean, basically all the Human Rights Commission can do is fine people. But I wonder, and like force them to like reinstate fired employees, stuff like that. So I wonder, since at a minimum she should be fined, I wonder what else he would like. Yeah, how how far would you like to see that go? Next thing is 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 uh, jail, jail, um, prison. How about you know what? Maybe they should put her on house arrest, <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I I I don't know. Um, before anyone dismisses the risks of calling law enforcement on a black man. Okay, so what are you saying? Are you saying that you should shouldn't call law enforcement on a black man? Exactly what he's saying. Yeah. So in what situations is it okay to call law enforcement on a black man? There is not one. I mean, there's not one. She felt threatened. I have no doubt that she felt to some degree threatened, but she's not allowed to. So you're not allowed to if you feel threatened. And if you're not allowed to when you feel threatened, you're, not, you're just not allowed to. I, I, guess, I guess I can't imagine a situation in which you would be, in which you would be entitled to call. Now, here's, what, here's one thing that's interesting about it. This woman did want people to show up and take her side. Okay, now that's, that, that sucks, which kind of makes me... She didn't pick up the dog and run away as fast as she could. No. no. Now, so, so there is that, but, it do, but it, that doesn't really change things that much. You know what I mean? She did kind of hang around for it. Not my hero. No, no, I get it. You know, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to describe the whole situation. And and but she's fully within her rights to call the police and have them come. And you know, that's yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with calling the police if you see something illegal going on, regardless of the of the race of the person. I mean, like that. That's you know, it's funny how they love to say that no one is above the law. But I mean, if you can't call the police, <laughs> it, it, <they're> <laughs> <risks>. <laughs> right. Yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I don't know if we've settled this case. Well, well, does, well, does Jumanji go on? Does he say more? Yes, he does. Let's see. What else does he say? He says, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. okay, before anyone dismisses the risks of calling law enforcement on a black man, they should look to Minneapolis on Monday or Staten Island six years ago to the many incidents we've seen on video and the countless that we don't. Yeah, like we didn't see on video when he said to her, I'll do something to you that you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And then he ends by saying, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Systems and powers in place seem to be okay with that. Even prefer it that way. So I guess the many systems and powers in place seem to be okay with the fact that he's not okay. What the fuck is this? Like Leo Buscaglia? Who wrote, I'm okay, you're okay? Oh. <laughs> yeah i don't know but that that was a 70s book that was uh, the beginning of the end for yeah, i know what it was everybody i'm, I'm just explaining yeah. it's a pretty Did, now, now that i don't know i think it was was it uh vincent uh, bugliosi no oh it's a 1967 self-help book by Timothy anthony hair thomas anthony harris of the ccp this is a side thing, you know, so you read the press all the time. I read the press and whenever they're pointing out the race of the victim perpetrator, I mean, it only goes one way. I mean, can you imagine if it was the other way around, it would be strange. You know, it would seem very strange. They don't, they don't identify perpetrators unless it's a white person. It's very strange. Yeah. So like we're reading, I'm reading a uh, follow-up article. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, the white dog walker who sparked white. Yes, scenario. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I suppose what they figure gives it the interest. It's like when, uh, when, a, when a dog bites a man, no big deal. When man bites dog, that's a story. Uh, so this would be man biting dog. There really should be a stronger journalistic standard on that. And I wish that they would, they would get that decided but uh I, I write for the post and i like the post but um i don't know why the i mean i guess they do it for the clicks but the post has certainly been all over this stupid story boy have they yeah making things worse for this one yeah i'm looking at the follow-up stories and there's a whole row of them i mean it's uh yeah oh um, she had a fight with her boyfriend five years ago and sued him yeah, claiming that he cheated her out of sixty-five thousand dollars. Now here's another one. This uh, the bird watcher. He he says that Amy Cooper death threats must stop immediately. This happened a few days ago. I mean, like <laughs> this only took this really mushroomed, and I I don't. And this is international news. And and really, you know what? It, it's international news. Nothing happened, and it proves nothing happened. The idea that some got like two like weirdo. Two Manhattan freakazoids wandering around the park squabbled with each other. Uh I mean, can I? I mean, this is about as newsworthy as like two pigeons were fighting over a crust of bread. Yeah. (laughs) As newsworthy and it's as like significant in like the historical scale. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's 100% absurd. It's it's just as absurd as Jimmy Fallon being uh, called out for a 20-year-old sketch where he played Chris Rock and it was on NBC and it was on SNL. Everybody's known about it for years. And he's been yeah, and he he's he was simply playing a part that he was uh you know, that, that that he was hired to play for Christ's sake and it was right there on NBC's airwaves. If anything, the FCC should sanction NBC. It's yeah, right. they're Saturday Night Live. Lord Michaels should be um forced in, to resign. In prison, yeah. He yeah. okayed he that okay. sketch. 
Yeah. Oh, now, the okay. thing about that, it's also weird. Like, how did they decide? Like, I remember when the Governor Northrop thing came up, they mentioned the Jimmy Fallon um, sketch. And I've seen reference to it before. Like, oh, here's a time. Here's, like, you know, 15 uh, SNL sketches that are just not okay or blah, blah, blah. You know. Right. This is, it's, it's nothing new. They just have it on, they have it on deck in case they need it. Do they just keep these things in a bag and they're like, Hey, let's pull that one out. Well, you know, they needed a win, I guess, because we had a, a dead black guy in Minnesota, and they oh. uh, well, they they need a win, so they just go let's let's make Jimmy Fallon apologize for those cops. I did see somebody point out, like, and I hadn't really thought about it so much, but like some black guy saying, like, this isn't blackface. He's he's not putting on black paint to makeup in order to be a stereotypical black person no he's playing a character he's playing a specific guy a specific guy even yeah and, and, and yeah. whatever no it's it's complete it's not a chris rock impersonation not a black person in- impression and certainly not uh what you what you would call like uh i don't know a 19th century uh step and fetch it uh, it's not like minstrelsy no minstrelsy and blackface are synonymous or, or they're they're united you know i mean the, it's when uh, blackface is what like what Ted Danson did when he was with Whoopi uh, Goldberg at some party or something. Not even because he wasn't he playing. Oh, he wasn't playing Whoopi Goldberg. Well, he had the big, wide open white eyes, you know, those circles. It's it's well, it's what Governor Northrum did. Northrum. Right, 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 right. So uh, the, the, the uh, black bird watcher, I guess he was on. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Don Lemon show. Uh, oh, great. Some of the messaging I am told has been death threats. And that is wholly inappropriate and abhorrent and should stop immediately. Um, I find it strange that people who were upset that they tried that as they see it and, and rightly that she tried to bring death by cop down on my head would then turn around and try to put death threats on her head. Where is the logic in that? Where does that make any kind of sense? Yeah, he told Don Lemon, I am I'm I am told there have there has been death threats and that is wholly inappropriate and abhorrent and should stop immediately. What wow, that's big of him, isn't it? That's so big of him. They should not threaten to murder her. That's going too far. Yes, she should be run out of town. All of her assets should be seized and handed over to me. Human Rights Commission, they need to be involved. They yeah, need to uh, be involved. And, and, and Money Williams. Banned from the park forever. And Scott Stringer needs to be involved. Here's what he said. He said, I find it strange that people who were upset that she tried to bring death by cop down on my head would then turn around and try to put death threats on her head. What's the logic in that? Uh, well, I don't think people... Wow. This idea that, that calling the police on someone is going to result i mean there you, are <laughs> millions of police interactions every year and a small 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 handful of them result in death yes, yes. Uh, 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 extremely small unarmed yeah. people are almost like I, I think there's like maybe 15 or 20 deaths of unarmed people at the hands of police every year yeah millions of police interactions and 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 many of them are not black you know i mean they shoot white people as well in fact you know they shoot uh, white people too i think they uh, shoot more, they shoot more white people quite heather, a bit yeah, quite a few shoot, more they shoot they shoot more and heather mcdonald has uh that she's she quoted studies in her book the war on cops where that, that pointed out that white officers were 
slower to shoot a black suspect than they were a white one and that black officers were quicker to shoot a black suspect than they were uh i, I don't remember exactly how they were with white ones but they were you know more straightforward on that and uh yeah, it, yeah it's not like there's this murder squad you can call every no time you have a dispute you know i mean that's, it's 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 so outrageous the kind of bullshit rhetoric they use well if you want to call it if you want to have me killed well i think i think that's kind of like enthememic logic like you're sort of suppressing one of the premises there yeah it's disingenuous and you're not going like the assumption that calling the police means that you will be killed is like um it's like having an argument with a bad faith argument with my daughter yeah it's ridiculous yeah you're skipping a proof there that is a pretty yes exactly yeah and that's no good well okay like you said i don't know if we came to the i mean i don't even think we're at the end of this because uh uh i mean like because she's not dead yet Yeah, so they haven't built the cross and and dragged it up the hill, but uh, we'll see. A friend of mine said that she should she should stage the um the death scene from the Omen where she jumps out to where she hangs herself and says, "It's all for you, Christian. I love you. It's all for you, Christian. I love you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth Baron, thanks very much for your time. Oh, absolutely, Beth. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.